This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Savaged Unfiltered. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. There we go again. More technical problems. We live in the 21st century. Savage Unfiltered. Not only should we not support it, but we gave $30 billion. Did you know we gave $30 billion this weekend? Your host, Michael Garner. Alrighty then, welcome to Savage Unfiltered, guys. Uh, oof, guys, I uh, I want to say thank you uh, to Miss Layla London. Just got off the uh, airways with her about a, ooh, maybe about an hour ago. Um, uh, she was actually, uh, yeah. Oof. Anyways. Uh, Joseph, I'm, I'm blown away by her. We talked a lot of sex on the uh, on the podcast. <laughs> so we, uh, is, is she going to be the next? What What was her last name? Ruth. You know who I'm talking about. Remember that she she died just over the last couple of years. Ruth. I can't think of her last name, but she was German. She always talked with a German accent, and she was like the sex guru. You remember yeah. who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Sadly, uh, she died of like an STD or something. But the woman, <laughs> the, I don't mean to laugh. That was fucking terrible. Slap me in the head, Shaky. Anyway, uh, no, this woman doesn't have any sexual transmitted diseases. But uh, she, I mean, she, she she does practice, you know, uh, safe sex, obviously. We got into uh, a lot of her story of of how she got into what she's doing. And she's a podcaster, Joseph, and she talks about sex. That's that's her that's her ball game. That's her that's her uh, cup of the soup, so to speak. And we got into a very raw and savaged uh, episode, Joseph. So you might want to revisit that, Joseph. For your, <laughs> you might want to say, like Jesus, this woman is very. She, uh, Joseph, not only is she attractive, but she is very, very unfiltered. Somewhat like me, you know. Yeah, yep. I, I think I'll pass. I, uh... <laughs> I think I'll pass, Joseph. <laughs> Joseph, I was actually waiting to see if she wanted to go out to Applebee's or something, but I didn't get to that. <laughs> oh man, we got into some good stuff. So I want to say thank you to the host of the Curious Girl Diaries podcast, uh, which is the host Layla London for joining us here on the show. And you can uh, see that episode, uh, which will air uh, later today, guys. Um, and then also, too, guys, uh, I want to let you know that the episode that we're doing right now will be pre-recorded, and that will be airing uh, tomorrow morning. So sorry, Joseph, I, I, I can't do the lag, buddy, or the clog. It's the clog, right? Right, Shaky? The clog. Yeah, I can't do the clog. 
Joseph. I have to, I have to separate them, you know, to give people opportunity to listen current episodes, you know, because then they'll be like, then I'll be like poor sauce that puts like fifteen fucking episodes in one. Yeah. Night. Yeah. So we're not recording tomorrow then, or? Oh no, no, we're recording tomorrow. Okay. But the episode that I said that I did with Layla, that's airing later today, and then this episode will air tomorrow, and then the tomorrow's episode will air Thursday. Because I have right. to, I have to give breaks, Joseph. Because if I air too many of them, then then it creates clog, and then uh, people are like, "Holy shit, I don't have time to listen to five hours of episodes of uh, yeah. Savage." You know? Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, something I learned a long time ago, and I'm trying to teach that to our friend Sosslin because Sosslin's putting out like five fucking episodes in a day, and I just don't, I don't have time for them. I told Sos, I was like, I, bro, I, I don't have time to listen to. I know you do 30, 40 minute bits. But I don't have time to listen to three because that's like almost two hours of a, of an episode, you know. <laughs> but he's learning; he's still new in the industry, so we're gonna get Sas uh, caught up. And uh, but well, Sas has been good. It helps him get a bunch in the can up front, and uh, as you're building an audience, I don't think it hurts to uh, put a lot out there at once, uh, so that you give people their choice on what they want to listen to one may interest them another may not so if there's two or three a day then they yeah they could pick or choose one over the others yeah but uh but i i want to i i want to appreciate sauce of what he's doing because uh he, he his show is growing guys and if you notice that there's uh there's an intro uh uh, theme to his podcast now he's been doing that for like the last two episodes he's got the intro going and then he's got the outro so just let you know that intro is a voiceover from me savage unfiltered uh, i did that as a gift to sauce so you're welcome sauce. i needed I, I think the show needed some uh some more taste to it, Joseph. <laughs> so yeah. uh, speaking of sauce, man, what is going on with sauce? I, I know you were supposed to do an episode this morning with him. Uh, what's yeah, going on? I don't know. Uh, something about his phone. So he didn't have his alarm. So I, I don't really fully know the details. because I, I eventually decided what I thought was allergies acting up, I guess, is turned into a full bone blown cold so i went back to bed for a nap so you know when you got a cold as much rest as you can get as possible and i'll certainly i'm i'll run by the store and buy some uh chunky chicken noodle soup to eat over the next few days <laughs> yeah well we're gonna get into uh joseph's uh colds here in a minute because i, I want to touch on that for a minute but uh I, uh, Joseph, uh, I think sauce was, uh, was, was drunk or something because I know he went to the green Bay, uh, Packers game last night. <laughs> he, he still fucking sent me like 12 pictures through, uh, through, uh, messenger. He's like, look at these club seats. He, he got some club seats, really nice club seats, man. Hmm. In green Bay. Good. I wonder and how those aren't cheap. that. Yeah, yeah no, they cheap. wouldn't be. They would be pretty expensive. And, uh, yeah, yeah I recorded that game, uh, but. I landed up going to bed early last night, and because uh, of the cold, and yeah, uh, I just I, deleted I it from my DVR. I got a bunch of other hockey games to watch, so I hope the Rams beat up on the Packers thoroughly. 
Yeah, we were talking about that on Sports Tuesday, man. Um, uh, just just before. I mean, this is now my third freaking show I've done. Uh, one with uh, Layla, and then uh, just got off uh, with Sot. Well, I have to wait. Hold on. I that sounded disgusting, folks. I'm sorry. I just got off the air with Sot. There we go. Sound like I'm gay there for a minute. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, I just got off the airways with Sauce and uh, we did Sports Tuesday, uh, which, folks, I have to remind the listeners because I am a co-host to that show. Uh, that show will now be airing on Wednesdays uh, due to some commitments I have with uh, with a uh, radio station here in Central Florida. Um, I can't uh, be on Sports Tuesday with him, so it's going to be formatted to Sports Wednesday. So that's the new thing now so right after uh the show i have with joseph on wednesdays uh we're going to be doing uh sports wednesday shortly after that so you yeah. want to watch check in for that yeah well i just went and looked it up uh so spoiler alert if you're going to watch the ram packers game later today or tomorrow plug your ears the packers did double up the rams 24 12 so i'm upset about that now i wish i wouldn't have looked Oh yeah, they were they were doing bad, man. Uh, uh, Sauce was telling me that it was minus fourteen degrees, man, in Green Bay well, last night. That wouldn't surprise me. It's been it's been pretty darn. We haven't had much snow here, but it's been pretty frigid. And uh, yeah, the Lions have still got an outside chance of making the playoffs if they can win their next three and. We need some teams to lose, and Green Bay is one of those teams we need yeah. to lose. But oh yeah, other, you know, if you'd have said at this point in the year the Lions would have more wins than the Rams have, people would have thought you were smoking something. But yeah. that, <laughs> that's the case. The Lions have more wins than the Rams do this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just shaky just hit me in the head. I, I don't know if you heard that. And I was like, ah, what are you doing? Like he he hit me. He's like, stop butchering sauce. I, I I'm sorry, sauce. It's all a good <laughs> But anyway, yeah, sauce was telling me that he uh he was actually in the uh the indoor uh part of the uh the clubhouse. So that's uh, good. I'm assuming they have they have he said they have they have out uh side clubhouses too, Joseph, but uh but he said he was inside, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, because I can imagine the wind really whips around that stadium. Of course Detroit's played in a dome or an inside stadium for the last Savaged Unfiltered. Lord knows how many years Pontiac Silverdome and then Ford Field is enclosed also. So. Yeah. So we're about to bring this. Yeah, Joseph, we're about to bring on this guest in about another five, six minutes or so. Uh, she's a podcaster such as herself. Um, uh, Miss Suzanne Pozzle, uh, if I had her last name correctly. Uh, if I butchered it, I'm sorry. Don't get offended. I'm not very, well, very. From what yeah. I understand, what you're saying, she's a snowflake. She'll be offended by everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, she doesn't cry, but we'll see. <laughs> but uh, she kept on reaching out this morning, and she was like, "Are we good to go? Are we good to go?" I said, "Yeah." I said, uh, I, "I responded back to her, and I said, uh, I believe uh, Shaky, which is uh, uh, the manager, you know, of the show here. 
uh, he, he sends out all the invites for me because it, it helps me out tremendously. I used to do it before he came aboard, uh, Joseph, but I mean, he's been a huge help and good friend of mine. I've known him for 20 plus years, but yeah. That's good. Like, That's good. But, it's like, are we ready? Are we ready? I said, yeah. I said, it's 2 p.m. Eastern and, uh, you know, it's going to be like 11 a.m. her time because she's Pacific time. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's another thing. She's out on the West Coast. And uh, so I, I can't wait to hear what delusional, devoid of reality shit she's going to be <laughs> yeah yeah i want to talk about twitter and see how she thinks about twitter because twitter oh, should... yeah, yeah get her going on about elon and then ask her about how much she probably loved elon for uh creating tesla until he bought twitter right oh yeah he was their he great hero you know i i didn't dislike him because he created tesla i thought you know if anybody wants to way overpay for an electric vehicle, hey, knock yourself out. I I just don't appreciate all the government subsidies that he's, you know, uh, pocketed over the years uh, making Teslas. Uh, but, you know, beyond that, I don't dislike electrics. I just don't want them forced upon me like the direction we're headed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the new poll, man? Uh, Twitter users, uh, they want Musk out. Yeah, I saw that. Of course. Of course, the minute he announced the poll, all those snowflakes that said, I'm leaving Twitter and never coming back, came back to vote so that he quit as CEO. Right. Yeah. Because they, they have no principles. They've got no values. Uh you know, all they got is their hyper hysterical emotions. Yeah. Well, so that well, Joe, isn't a surprise to me. Yeah. 57, almost 58% voted for him to step down, Joseph. You know, I think you muted yourself, Joseph. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I expected you to talk longer. I got to blow my nose because this is dangerous. Oh. So I'm going <laughs> to mute my mic so we don't hear that on oh. air. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? I was like, I think Joseph muted himself, but it's okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to mute myself right now. I'll be back yeah. in a second. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. We, there you go. Joseph uh, blown his nose, but it's okay. <laughs> Great sound effects, by the way, it would make. But anyway, <laughs> so as Joseph gets done blowing his nose here on the show, uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to, uh, I, I want to, yeah. Yeah, it's a good know. thing we're not video today, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we go video here, full video here in January, you can blow your nose all you want. <laughs> I will toot my own horn, but hopefully I won't have to blow my nose. Hopefully I'll be over the cold by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully, right? So, so you know, guys, we got a great show today. I want to, I want to get into the Twitter thing a little bit uh, with Joseph and our and our guests. We're going to be bringing on here shortly, and I want to get into some some amazing amazing content coming out of uh, Trump. Uh, yeah, they're 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 fucking putting the hammer down on Trump, uh, Joseph, with this new panel now. Did you see that? Oh yeah, the January sixth uh, dog and pony show conclusion. Uh, yeah. I mean, they reached this conclusion that they're making now before they ever started the hearings. It's been nothing but a sham from the start. And, uh, 
you know, that's one of the reasons why we needed to get Herschel Walker elected so that it'd be a 50-50 split uh, and there would be an equal number on the committees so we could block some of the crud. So now that they don't control the House, but they will control the Senate, they could just start up the January 6th hearings again in the Senate. So it, it may not even be done. Uh, you know, they, they may decide to try to kick the dead horse more. Well, Joseph, they're, they're calling for his prosecution, man. They want this guy arrested. Yeah, well, and that's the issue. I mean, where could he get a fair trial? trial? What he, You know, we, we've seen the farce that is the prosecutorial justice system in D.C. and New York, uh, where left-wing Democrats with tons of evidence against them are led off by supposed juries of their peer, a.k.a. known as Democrat-packed juries, to let their criminals off scot-free, whereas like uh, uh, oh, Roger Stone or whomever, can't get a fair trial and with no evidence gets found guilty of trumped up garbage. I mean, that's what they're going for, obviously. Now, there, there's nowhere in this country where you could probably get an impartial jury. I, I don't know where you could go. Uh, maybe they need to move the trial to, uh, uh, I was going to say Jamaica, but that's not, oh, Puerto Rico was the, what I was trying to think of. Because they're still talking about that crap about trying to make Puerto Rico the 51st state. But as of now, they're not a state. They're still just a territory. Maybe you could move the trial to Puerto Rico because they're not an official state. And yeah, why? A fair, why, balanced why, jury there. Yeah, why is that, man? Why do they want to make Puerto Rico a, a state? Michael Gardner, unfiltered. Because well, the left thinks that automatically gives them two more senators. But from what I've seen on the news, they've been arguing, some in Puerto Rico have been arguing that Puerto Rico is more conservative than the left thinks they are, and that the might get Republican senators out of it. But as of now, they have a liberal representing them in the House. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, you know, well, I, I oppose the statehood. I, yeah. I, I think everything is fine. They should remain a territory the way they are. It's not like Hawaii or Alaska. Well, uh, let's talk about that for a minute before our guest comes in. Uh, say, say Puerto Rico becomes a state. Say it becomes the fifty-first state. Okay, how many congressional districts do you think would represent that that so-called uh, state territory? Yeah, Puerto Rico, I think, would just have a one at-large House delegate, kind of like no Montana. I think redistricted and has two now, uh, but yeah. Montana used to have two. Uh, where is it? Liz Cheney just got her ass kicked. Uh, Wyoming. I think Wyoming still has just one congressional seat. Well, I hope they don't make it a fucking state. I really don't, man, because that's 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 terrible, man. Yeah. I mean, 
we only need 50 states. We don't need more states, folks. Yeah, uh, if they're doing no. voting, Joseph, then that's fucked up, man. Well, I have less opposition to Puerto Rico becoming a state than I do District of Columbia becoming its own little speck of a state and automatically getting two senators. That's ridiculous. Again, it's yeah. a destruction of the foundation of the nation. The District of Columbia was meant to be apart from the states and the federal district. And yeah. you know Yeah, I hear you. All right, Joseph. We're gonna we're gonna move along here. Uh guys, I got a guest uh about to come on here. We're gonna we're gonna welcome her to the show. Uh folks, this is uh Suzanne Puzzle. Uh she's the host of her own show. Uh welcome Suzanne. How, how's it going? Welcome to Savage Unfiltered. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being part of the show. Now, uh, Suzanne, uh, we're talking about a mixture of different things. Um, uh, I want to get uh, your thoughts here on, on the latest coming out of Twitter. Uh, obviously, it's catching a lot of uh, national headlines uh, with Elon Musk basically reforming the platform, making it more user friendly. And, and to my eyes, uh, you know, eliminating the shadow ban. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I... I think that he has, in one fell swoop, and publicly, I might add, uh, totally debunked the idea that rich people, billionaires, are smart, um, good at what they do. What? Um, are geniuses. Uh, and I personally am, am thankful to him for that. Because what it means is that these are just schmucks who happen to have some advantages most of them monetarily, uh, which ended up culminating in them being in positions where uh, most times you would uh, walk into a... ...complaining about that person working behind the counter, and yet this person is running a major company. So thank you to him. I'm very grateful. Well, welcome. Uh, this is Joseph M. Leonard, Susan. Uh, welcome to the club, because many of us thought that for decades now with morons like Warren Buffett and Michael Bloomberg and the Steyer twins. I um, I know that they probably or you know, Elon Musk would probably have liked it to not be as public or maybe um, that he could maybe do something. Uh, I noticed in the news that. Um, the second to largest investor in Tesla is now calling for him to resign from the company, which I, I think would probably be smart. And maybe while he's at it, you know, maybe he could just resign from Twitter at this point. It maybe go away for a couple of years and then do a, an apology tour, kind of like what Will Smith is doing right now with his new movie out, you know, forget what he did um, to Chris Rock. Uh, he made this movie. And um, it's very poignant. And so we should just uh, forgive him and, and let bygones be bygones. Well, I noticed you glossed over my point and let me add George Soros, the uh, Nazi sympathizer uh, billionaire that destroys economies to that list. How you just glossed over my point about Soros and Buffett, the Steyer brothers and Michael Bloomberg, because that doesn't fit your narrative. You're only interested in attacking Elon Musk now, the left's hero for creating Tesla just years ago. 
but now is a demon because he actually believes, shows that he believes in the Constitution and actual free speech. And Twitter is a private company now, not a public company. So he can do whatever he damn well pleases with it. Oh, absolutely. It was always a private company. No, so it was public. Twitter was publicly held before. Uh, unfortunately, it, he purchased it from a, a private owner. It was a corporation that was started, um, just like other corporations, and they are private. They're not. Public. Yeah, Su um, Susan, I want, I want to, I want to get a thought here. And uh, Twitter now is uh, Twitter users. They they want Musk out uh, apparently for some odd reasons, and uh, I think it it has a lot to do with uh, the. Um, the liberal uh, fact checking uh, that they can't really control Twitter anymore. Uh, you know, Twitter is not the original Twitter uh, from what Dorsey started up to be. Uh, so I think that's why they want them out. They want them out because the liberal fact checkers all over this country, they can't do the, uh, the fact checking anymore. Well, there's a poll now 50, almost 58% uh, want him to step down. Uh, like I said, I think it has a lot to do with the fact checking and shadow banning. They can't control it like they used to, uh, because obviously they can fucking tr can control it on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok to an extent, but they can't do it anymore to Twitter. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? You, you, you think that you think that's a good idea for him allowing uh, more free speech on the platform or do you, do you support checking? I support both. Um, we should, if a private corporation wants to allow its users um, to engage in free speech, then they should support that. But there should also be fact-checking, and there should also, unfortunately, for some, uh, be rules. So free why do you support... Country, yeah, why do you support fact-checking, if, if, if I may add? Because it's very important that we get back to the facts. We, we have gotten into this idea that our feelings are factual because our emotions tend to cloud our day. If we're happy, we tend to see things in a happy light and good things happen to us. If we're upset or we stub our toe or we get in, into a near accident, that can taint our entire day. But that doesn't change the facts of what happened to you. It only changes your perspective of it. So I think we so need to get back to a set of facts that we can then emote about, absolutely, and talk about them. But we so, still agree. So what I'm saying is, yeah, I get what you're saying, Suzanne. But what I'm saying is, uh, the reason why a lot of people are, you know, uh, trying to understand fact checking to, you know, nowadays, uh, they feel that it, it's attack on free speech, and I completely agree with them. On a lot of that, uh, when you when you write an opinion on social media, does that change the specter or the or, or the, the agenda uh, to your free speech? I mean, we all have rights in this country, do we not? We have rights to say whatever we damn well please, whether you agree <laughs> with them or not. So if we're going to post something on, on social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, any social media platform. We're now being attacked for our own constitutional right. I mean, when you say you're for free speech, we heard that in earlier in the episode. Uh, you do, you do, you are against uh, fact checking. You said so. Don't you think that's an attack on free speech? Oh no, I am absolutely for uh, fact checking. Absolutely, for the reason 
that I was explaining uh, prior to what you said, but um, yes, uh, the Constitution says that I have the right to say what I want, and the government is not going to, like in other countries, come into my house and arrest me for it. But when I'm in a public sphere, in, in the midst of a private um, setting, like a private corporation creating a platform, they have the right to rules. They don't have to, like the federal government, adhere to the same constitutional right because they have other things. They, If they're a for-profit company, then they have investors to worry about. They have advertising to worry about. So they may not reflect the same um, adherence to the Constitution that the federal government does. Twitter, for example. When Elon took over Twitter, there was a 500% increase in the N-word immediately. Well, the N-word was used. Uh, I understand. Know. Wait, let me, let me just finish. I do understand that we all want to say what we want to say. And um, we, we say that we have the right to do that constitutionally. Yes, you do. But the Constitution does not preclude you from the consequences of saying what you want to say. It yeah. just means that the federal government isn't going to walk in and tell you that you can't and arrest you for it. Well, but there the are consequences to saying whatever you want to say. Well, the Supreme Court has already ruled that uh, the use of that word is free speech. There's no such thing as hate speech unless if you're actually threatening somebody's life. And the cure for that is the block button. That's what it's there for. And then the issue with fact-checking is because um, that it isn't fact-checking. It's all propaganda and spin-peddling, like the issue of surgical masks. We have known for 150 years, and medical journals have discussed it over and over endlessly, but yet the science-denying left doesn't let me post the fact that a surgical mask, even an N95 mask, does not protect against the Wuhan virus particulate size. That is fact that... Dorsey and the left-wing Twitter crew claim to debunk as non-fact that has been known fact for 150 years. So the yeah. answer is not these pretend fact-checkers who interject their own spin and propaganda and opinion over actual established fact like the virologist you know, who got banned from Twitter. They are actual virologists, and they got hey, banned for talking about facts. Hey, hey, Joseph, you know, we're on we're on the fact-checking route now, right? Well, it has a lot to do with what I'm about to say right now here. That apparently uh, Donald Trump, right, uh, is obviously off of Twitter. Now, there was something that came in with this whole fact-checking Savaged, unfiltered. That apparently they banned it. They banned Donald Trump, uh, not for false information, but they banned him off of Twitter for the right purpose 
of America. Uh, so let me get this straight in layman's terms. Donald Trump was banned and suspended off of Twitter because they didn't like him? Exactly. Not for any <laughs> violation of the terms and service. Mm. And I am still on a perma band, of course, have appealed over and over and over for telling facts to meathead Rob Reiner, who lied about how the filibuster works in the Senate. And yeah. I tweeted facts that you can look up for yourself in the Constitution and the Senate rules. This was pre-Elon, of course. So, of course, well, it's they don't narrative. like when you tweet facts. Yeah, it's, it's all liberal narrative. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how Suzanne feels about this, but I mean, if Elon Musk tomorrow uh, opens up on record and says, uh, we're going to unsuspend Donald Trump. Uh, do you agree with that, Suzanne? Well, he already did unsuspend Trump. Yeah, no, no, he's still. And, and Trump said oh, that he doesn't. Well, it's, it's impending. Wants to stay on Truth Social. Yeah, he yeah. has an exclusive contract with Truth Social for the next several months. But well, he, Joseph, did you look at it? It's impending status. He's not. He's not a hundred percent unsuspended. It, it's in that phase. Well, it's pending on Trump accepting the unsuspension, which Trump hasn't done. But as far as Twitter and Elon goes. He's allowed on his account anytime, unlike me, who is actually suspended for tweeting facts that Susan says claims she supports doing. That's why fact checkers aren't the route to go. The, no, the no. answer to free speech is more free speech. If someone like Rob Reiner tweets an obvious lie and he gets to stay on the platform... I get to respond with the facts, but of course, yeah. when I do, the left wing suspends me for doing so because it's facts that are inconvenient to their narratives, their delusion and separation well, from reality. Apparently, you can you can post things that 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 support violence of Black Lives Matter blowing up, uh, you know. Uh, or setting fire, excuse me, to police cars, you know, back in 2020, the summer riots. That's Which okay. would be a violation of the terms of service because that's oh, inciting sure. violence. But you're yeah, right. But They're sure. allowed to stay. The Ayatollah yeah. Khomeini can tweet death to Israel still yeah. today. And no problem. They let him on there, but they booted Donald Trump. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know about that platform prior to Elon. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, like I said, I'm so glad for Twitter being the way it is now. It's more uh, it's more conservative. It's more uh, uh, user friendly, I think. Uh, I, th I thought it sucked, to be honest with you, before he took over. Uh, you know, it, it allows more free speech. Um, I don't I was never a fan of fact checking. I think it's it's very uh, childish to do so. You know, where well, if fact checking were actually fact checking rather than subjective spin, which is yeah. what it was, because the left is good at this twisting language. Well, you know, yeah, it's always been like that. 
I mean, it's 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 they redefine the term recession to pretend we're not in a Biden recession now. They uh, redefine the term unemployment. So you've got to look at the labor participation rate because the unemployment rate is a joke. It's not an actual measurement like it used to be before Obama changed the definition of it. So they redefine all the terms. So by fact checker, they mean left wing narrative enforcement group. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, uh, Suzette, I want to know a little bit more about this podcast that you do. Um, Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about it? Like, uh, I I know you're you're a political podcaster, uh, such as myself and Joseph. Uh, What else? Like, what's your show about? I mean, I was checking out a little bit of it. Uh, obviously, you're not really a big fan of Donald Trump. And I mean, that's your own opinion. But, uh, you know, like tell the listeners a little bit more about, you know, who Suzanne Pozzle is. Uh, thank you. Um, and, and it's Puzzle. It's Puzzle. OK, I'm sorry. Everybody gets, no, no, no. Everyone gets it wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, I feel you, Suzanne. You can see my name looks like Lenard. But it's Leonard without an O. So, yeah, I, I yeah. get mispronouncement <laughs> of my last name all the time. So I feel you. It's like, you know, it's like the old joke, though. Uh, call me whatever. Just don't call me late for dinner. Right. Oh, but <laughs> Mike, Mike does ask a good question. Yeah. Give us more of your personal background. Uh, yeah, I um, my show uh, this week again is just a, a recap of what happened. Um, I decided I wanted to poke fun at the news. Um, I think that there's a lot of uh, seriousness about what's going on, but I think a little shot of dopamine wouldn't hurt as we're dealing with all of this. Um, Mm. I don't, uh, I poke fun at both sides, Um, poke fun at Biden, poke fun at um, the right, the left, whoever did the stupid stuff that day. Um, and my show, uh, I do cuss in my show, so it's always explicit. So uh, it's not necessarily for the children. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's unfiltered, such as ourselves. I mean, I I believe in the unfiltered demeanor. It really sets the tone of a, of a show. It's not so scripted because I don't believe in that scripted crap. I was never a fan of it. Uh, I mean, when I was on old terrestrial radio, I'm an old terrestrial guy. I've been with radio for 20 years and uh, just started getting into podcasting about four years ago. But uh, my my question for you is: You said that you don't you you don't support the left or the right. So would you consider yourself an independent then? I. Oh, it's so hard being in little boxes because then you have to fit the entirety of that little box, and we are so nuanced and we are so gray. You know, we like to think that we're black or white, but we are so gray. Um, we may be democratic in in the way that we treat our friends and our family. We may be Republican in the way that we want to implement uh, policies or, or um, laws. Um, but then it, okay. it's just so nuanced. I, at the same time, there are actual problems that, regardless of whatever you know you put in front of your um, your name, it, uh, it it's a universal problem. We have human rights problems that we don't see as human rights, but they are. Um, we, mm. we have to fix our roads and our infrastructure, and we need jobs. We need housing. We need. All right. Well, you speak on 
Yeah, you speak on jobs. Uh, do you feel that Biden's doing a good job with with the economy right now? Or the economy is, uh, <laughs> you know, it. I know that we like to put the blame on the person who's sitting in front of us right now. But I well, I mean, he is, he is in charge of the country. Yeah, I mean, he yes. does have a, a, an oath of office to, to do what's right for the country, both for the American citizens and the constitution of this, of this nation. He, but I he, mean, is, feel- he is the man who cut all the oil production from federal lands and cut yeah. the leases, which makes the de- gas in America when we were energy independent just two and a half years ago to be a dollar more a gallon than they were a year ago because I get tired of hearing, well, gas is down a dollar. No, it's up a dollar from what it used to be. It was up two dollars. Now it's only up one. It should be at two ninety eight a gallon. But yeah, since I, they won't let us get and refine our own oil, being reliant on dictatorships and like Iran that again doesn't only chant death to Israel. It chants death to America. And there's a lot of stupid people out there that think, you know, well, just let them kill all the Jews. Well, we're on the list next. (laughs) That's why they want nuclear weapons. Israel to them, they call the little Satan. America to them is the big Satan. And then Biden goes to Venezuela to beg for oil. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's backwards. Uh, you know, uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, here, here's the thing, Joseph, Suzanne, um, there's been a lot of promises just like every other politician before Biden saying they're going to do what they're going to do and that it's going to change. And we had to hear for the last two, almost three years from Joe Biden saying he's going to build back better, which I think is a fucking joke. He hasn't built back anything better. Um, I think look at the infrastructure bill. Suzanne mentioned infrastructure for four years with Donald Trump. And don't get me wrong. I, Suzanne, because Suzanne don't know, you don't know me. This audience kind of does. So for your benefit, let me, I am not a Trump cultist. Trump is a hubris problem. He's like a six-year-old trapped in a man's body, but I thought he did a pretty good job as president. He wasn't perfect. Nobody is. Ronald Reagan wasn't perfect. Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president, wasn't perfect. So I'm a Christian conservative constitutionalist first. I'm only a Republican because I can't be a Democrat with their Nazi 28 platform planks in their platform. Look it up if you don't believe me. Uh, And the Libertarian Party is a complete joke. So, you know, I'm not a Trump cultist, but I also don't suffer Trump derangement syndrome. But, you know, it seems like the current administration... ...came in and said, we're going to reverse everything that was previously done, broke our energy independence, broke our closed border and look what's going on at the border now because of just trump derangement syndrome yeah any thoughts on that suzanne oh yeah i, uh, I know joseph talks a lot i gotta put periods and commas with him but he, he's <laughs> with the uh, political uh, specter here but uh yeah you got any thoughts on that yeah no worries no worries 
um, I'd, I'd actually like to revisit um, some point some points that Joseph made. Um, gas, you know that that is that is absolutely crazy. Um, the federal government under Biden released nine thousand leases to oil companies globally. Yeah. Globally, it's not the United States. It, it's a global problem. No, that's the, the con. You're falling for a con. It's not the leases. If, yeah. if you give leases, but you withhold the permits, it's all a con. It's a joke. Yeah. You're oh, not yeah, dealing in the full context. You're yeah, saying, Joseph. look at this, but Good ignore grief. this. Hey, hey, Joseph, one second, buddy. I got to get Suzanne to talk because she's not really talking a lot. It's all right. She's intimidated by Joseph. It's all right. I get it. A lot of people are. You know, I, I was just raised that, you know, you let people talk and there's no problem with letting someone. Oh, it's OK. You want you want to you want to take over the conversation, uh, Suzanne. It's fine. It's uh, it's it's savage, unfiltered. It's not here for a cute bumper sticker. It's actually who we are. You know, we're very, me and Joseph are very savaged. Uh, we're, we're, we're like animals. No. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> So here's what Joseph is referring to. And I got to step this in, Joseph. I hope you don't mind. But uh, here's the thing. We're talking about energy independent. All right. I always ask people this. And sometimes I get clear answers. Sometimes I don't. I usually get unclear or excuse me, un. well, yeah, not so clear answers. Thanks, Shaky. Give me a bottle of water. I need it. But uh, I usually get uh, not so great answers from from the lib liberal leftists because they seem to not understand this and they, they just don't have answers for it. Uh, I don't know if they're brainwashed or they're just they're just they're just stupid. I think that I think it's both. But would you would you uh, agree that the energy independence was somewhat better under Trump or do you think that it's gotten a lot worse under Biden? energy independence yeah i mean our country I mean, was we were we were purchasing uh lots of oil foreign oil um under trump so and and it was well, no different than we were before um yeah we weren't purchasing more but people. but it was still the same trend well um, we we were actually producing it in our country though suzanne that's what i'm saying Yes, producing in our country, unfortunately, we we have been trying for decades and decades, as far as I've been alive, uh, to ramp that up. Um, well, well, Trump was actually uh, getting it done, Suzanne, but there was a uh, some type of uh, narrative coming from the left saying that we don't need to produce oil in this country, that we need to rely on countries such as Russia and, and Iran. Why do you think it? Why do you think it well, is I like that? I don't understand why. See, as as a president, a narrative, you know, people talk all the time and p because people like to respond to those comments. But as a president, if you want to um, engage domestic production of petrol and natural gas, you can. Um, yeah, but my question is, why do you why did they stop the Keystone oil pipeline? That pipeline has been shut down for nearly three years. Yes, and just recently, um, it dumped oil into uh, very sensitive areas where people live and people um, require the, the water sources that it's now contaminated. How did a pipeline that is not operational do that? Please explain that. Because there are over 10 million miles of pipeline with next to zero yeah. accidents. The a pipeline that's, that's something Alaska I heard has been operating forever now.
So please explain to me how a Keystone pipeline that was never implemented fully leaked oil. Please okay. explain that. Sure, no problem. So in Kansas, uh, there was a huge oil spill um, from the Keystone pipeline. It leaked. Um, in Mill Creek in Washington County in Kansas, um, nearly 600,000 gallons of oil spilled into a waterway uh, with farmland surrounding it. And these are people who, you know, need this land um, to, to make a living. And then the water supply being contaminated, estimated about 14,000 barrels worth of oil um, was spilled. And so this is a natural disaster, and this is a humanitarian disaster. Suzanne, okay. can I ask so you're talking about the existing, not the XL, because oh. the XL hasn't been built yet. Well, you're hey, talking Joseph, about one, one incident out of 10 million miles of pipeline. What about the Exxon Valdez spill? Remember that? Joseph, Joseph, one, Joseph one second, buddy. I got to ask Suzanne something. I Joseph, oil. Yeah, one second, Joseph. I know you're full of passion, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, Suzanne, uh, you mentioned this story. Um, I, to be honest with you, I, I'm very well aware of local and federal and, and, and state news all over this country. Uh, within those two, almost three years of the pipeline being closed down, and you mentioned points of the pipeline exploding or leaking or something like that in Kansas. Um, this was not presented on a uh, on, on any news outlet in this country. I don't remember CNN or even MSNBC covering this. So if, you, if, if, if I may add, uh, where are you getting this information from? Um, well, I'm looking at NPR, um, Reuters and the Kansas Reflector, which is a local, uh, Roy, um, uh, the Smithsonian, even CBS. Um, it's on various YouTube stations, um, AP. Uh, I think but you're sure. well aware, Suzanne, that 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 website that yeah that website that you're referring to, that's similar to uh, to like a hack type of uh, outlet. They don't report uh, real positive news. Uh, they would we, we we would call them what Donald Trump has labeled uh, the mainstream as fake news. Well, uh, I, that's, let, that's, let me interject. Let's let's well, let's well, just I'm, assume. Just what... let, me, let me stop here. This happened. It happened to an area in Kansas. Um, it happened to farmland. It happened to people who theoretically would have voted for Trump. And that is real to them. So to just write it off and say that because it comes from an outlet that you don't particularly agree with, because they don't say the things that you or or report in a manner that is more palatable to you. Suzanne, how much oil are we talking about? Yeah, how much oil are we talking about that 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 leaked from this pipeline? Okay. Are we talking about thousands of gallons of oil or are we talking yes. about like a little, about, like a couple hours? No, we're talking about um, 4,125 barrels of oil equal to um, an estimated 580,000 gallons. 580,000 gallons. Okay, that's a lot. But here, here's my question here. Uh, it's, it's, I'm sorry, my condolences go to the families that, that had their, their, their properties damaged by this, maybe some Native American property and stuff and reservations that were possibly damaged in that area, in that region. My hearts go out there. I do have a heart. But my question is, Suzanne, is it necessary just for one incident, okay, one incident? There could have been two or maybe three, but just one incident. Is that necessary to keep a source of natural resource to flow into this country where we don't have to pay money towards other countries to rely on our oil 
Is it necessary to close that pipeline down? I understand. Uh, according to Joe Biden, it's and fine. If we, if we but, just look at this one instance, absolutely. That argument makes total sense. It's ridiculous. I agree with you. But when you go back and look at how many spills and over time, five years, 10 years, 20 years, you start to see a pattern. And I do understand that right now we are absolutely, we're dependent on plastic and we're dependent on petrol and natural gas. And there's no way in and out of that. That is happening. It's been happening. And for the foreseeable future, it's going to happen. But, yeah. you know, just recently, like I covered on my last show, we just successfully created nuclear fusion in a controlled lab. Now, I understand that that is fantastical and it's science fiction, but I just want to put it in perspective. Um, and I'm paraphrasing what Bill Nye said about this. It was 80 years, almost to the day, when we discovered nuclear fission, which is what we use now in our nuclear power plants. 80 years within the time frame of discovering it in a lab to now it, it powers... So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that Suzanne. Yeah, Suzanne. I'm at another energy source. And so yeah, Suzanne. I'm, I'm assuming that, that you're a fan. Right now, it makes yeah, I'm assuming you're a fan of uh, electric yeah. car. It's another source of energy that the left will oppose, like they do. Yeah. nuclear power nuclear power is pure and clean i'm in detroit and we have fermi two power plant nuclear power plant just miles from me so i'm not paranoid about nuclear like the left is we need more nuclear power we need a nuclear plant in the nevada desert to help feed california that's dealing in brownouts because they're paranoid about power and i let me tie this back to the top when i talked about warren buffett that susan still conveniently because the left is beholden to warren buffett ignores what about all his rail car spills and the impact on the environment of that but they don't want the keystone xl because that means the canadian oil goes on Warren Buffett's rail cars to come here. So it's nothing about safety in the environment. It's all about whose ox is gored. And Warren Buffett being a leftist hero and funneling endless millions to Democrat campaigns. That's the bottom line of what mm -hmm. it always comes down to. Can I respond? Well, without a doubt. I, I'd love to respond. Yeah, go ahead. So go ahead. Warren Buffett is an entitled white privilege uh person oh of course we gotta has, bring race into it who now has of been course able to utilize his position and his family's position to get an even bigger what? position why is he white privilege if you if i may add why is he white privilege because his stance and his family stance, you there yes i'm here it would be no yeah okay yeah Jesse all right jackson so or Avron al sharpton own the rail cars. Race has nothing to do with it, but of course, okay. a leftist always has to interject race when they're losing an argument to deflect. Okay. 
if yeah. I could just finish, because Joseph, I'm not deflecting and I'm not losing an argument. I'm agreeing with you, but you won't let me speak, so I can't. Um, I absolutely do not agree with billionaires um, making decisions in campaigns of any kind for any group of people, political or otherwise. I don't think. But Suzanne, what if you were a billionaire? Go ahead. What if you're a billionaire, a millionaire? Do you agree with yourself doing the same thing that they do? If I were a billionaire? Of course, that would be yeah. different because that's hypocrisy. That's how the left works. And Susan has just exposed she is against. I, I'm not against Warren Buffett's uh, constitutional free speech, freedom of association, and freedom of property rights to do with what he wants with his money. Uh, the campaign finance laws are unconstitutional. Citizens United, another left-wing uh thing they spew hate about didn't go far enough because I'm limited in what I could give a campaign, but Warren Buffett is not. That's an equality issue, not an issue of billionaires having too much influence. Let's let's, let's listen to Suzanne and see how she feels about this. You know, I, I asked the question, Suzanne, if you were a millionaire or a billionaire, would you like Bernie Sanders is yeah. Bernie Sanders is a millionaire. You notice now he doesn't say anything about millionaires anymore. Now that he's got three mansions on the beach and uh, a quarter of a million dollar sports car he rides around. Now it's only billionaires that are the problem. Let's listen to Suzanne. Please finish the question for me. If I were a wealthy person. If, If you were a wealthy person, okay. Would you act upon the same actions as these billionaires and millionaires that you seem to have an issue with because they're millionaires and billionaires and they have a status? I don't know their personal story in their business, uh, Suzanne. So however they became to that market of that status, a millionaire or a billionaire, that's their own personal uh, uh, demeanor of, of a character. But, okay, if they worked hard to get to where they are in life, I, I greatly applaud them. But here's the thing. Um, just because they're a millionaire or a billionaire, this, that, they, they set themselves apart from, from, from doing the same things that we do? I, I don't understand why you're against them, though. What? Absolutely. Um, because I can't finish. So that having said that, people having influence, people affording lobbyists, companies being able to give money as if it is the same thing as what you and I are doing with our mouths right now is a problem. Why is that? People who are not living in the same reality that you are. And I'm not talking about conceptually. I'm speaking of um, eating at, you know, hundred $200 a plate restaurants on the daily. Um, people who don't ever know what things cost. But Suzanne, my question is, yeah, Suzanne, my question is, they got to that point through hard work. And just because they're a millionaire and billionaire, the liberal leftists are now well, pointing it's, it's, to it's, that as a problem. 
that, right. So the concept, the mythology, each individual person comes to that of one accord or another. If I was raised in a millionaire home and over the course of my lifetime, I become a billionaire, that's not really an accomplishment. If I started off in a home that was below poverty line, $48,000 a year. Yeah, but you're still my life as a million. You're not answering. That is hard work and that is accomplishment. And yes, I earned my place. You know, I will agree with Su- I will agree with Susan on that. If you're born into wealth, that's not an accomplishment. Like uh, Hunter Biden born into the millionaire Biden crime family, but look at Ben or Carson Trump being born into the family that he was born into. Right now, look at Ben Carson, who was born into abject poverty to a single mother who could not read, but valued education that made sure her son read lots of books and gave him gave had him give her oral book reports because if he gave her a written report she couldn't read it but by giving her oral reports she gained knowledge through his reports on what he read and he today is of course a world-renowned neurosurgeon but of course ben carson is the wrong kind of black man so the left attacks him. So your stature does not equate to your outcome. You have equal opportunity to make something of yourself, at least until the left destroys it with this equity nonsense and equity of all of us being poor except the ruling elite. So your stature in life that you're born into doesn't guarantee success or failure. But it absolutely puts you in a position where you are more likely to succeed. I'll give you an example. There was a movie that just came out. It's called Smile. I watched that movie and it scared the living pants out of me. And don't (laughs) smile at me because, oh, my God, I freak out. (laughs) Just like the grudge did back, you know, way back in the 2000s. So this actress, it's her first film. She is mediocre at best. Okay, I'm just being honest. But her father is Kevin Bacon and her mother is Kira Sedgwick. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I'm talking about. When you come from some sort of privilege, you have a leg up. Now, whether or not she ends up being a phenomenal actress and wins Academy Awards after Academy Awards and makes me cry my eyes out in some drama is, is yet to be seen. But from what I saw from this movie, which I recommend, go see it. It's fantastic. It'll scare the crap out of you. She was a mediocre performance. And I know she got that role because she, her father, knew people who got her ahead of the line. Absolutely, Susan. And that's I mean, all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I will agree with you on that, Susan. It, it, it's not always what you know. It's who you know. And you're not going to change that even under a communist system. Putin didn't become what he is today in the so the current Soviet empire that he's trying to rebuild yeah. because of uh, you know because of who he knew also. Uh, and let me use well, Trump as an example. Even a, a yeah, Joseph, I was too. about to- Trump became a billionaire 
because his father was a real estate mogul. So he got millions from his father and used his father's contacts to get into the real estate business. So I don't discount that argument, but that doesn't preclude someone from the bottom making it from the top. And we don't tear everybody at the top down. No, but what it does is it makes the guy at the bottom, his speech isn't heard. And if it is, it's, it's a, it's a little whisper. Well, let me and it takes so many of those people at the bottom that we actually have to get up off our butts and go protest. Do you see what I'm saying? When someone who comes from a stature can say something with a couple of millions of dollars or lobbyists or vacations and get what they want, and you and I have to gather in hundreds of thousands and protest just to say one sentence when they can say hours and hours worth of things to these people, that is the problem. And I think we all can agree that that needs to stop. Here's the thing, Suzanne, you're you're talking about Trump and everything else, but I hate to correct you, though, but half of his campaign wasn't through lobbyists a a little bit. But majority of his campaign, he funded his own campaign through through his own his own foundation, his own um, dollar and ten dollar donations from the little people. So let me go back to something Suzanne said earlier about let me use Bernie Sanders and his millions. He can yeah, afford Joseph, a lobbyist. Well, you know Joseph what, Susan? I, I can afford a lobbyist, too. I have my own lobbyist, too. I belong to the Gun Owners Association of America. They are my lobbyists. All right. Here's, here's, here's the thing here. I agree with you, Joseph, but... I want to I want to say that on the record, you know, Trump actually campaigned and funded his own campaign, uh, which I mean, a lot of. That's not entirely true, but I I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's not. Um, He got a lot of money from the NRA and there's lots of receipts to show that. And there's lots of receipts to um, to suggest that that money. that was funneled to him through the NRA originated yeah. as rubles. So, you know, go well, I don't know. Well, well shall we you're... talk about illegal campaign funds? Cause I'm from Detroit and mayor Coleman young. And do you remember look up mayor Coleman young and African Krugerrand. So if we're going to go that tit for tat route and Bernie Sanders gets plenty of Michael Bloomberg anti-gun money. So I, I am a gun owner and I absolutely support gun owners of America over NRA because NRA isn't really that great of an organization. But yeah, so I have no problem with Donald Trump getting NRA money, but Donald Trump got a lot of five and ten dollar donations, as does Bernie Sanders, too, to be fair. Again, I I don't wish to be a political hack one way or the other here. But again, we're seeing the separation of Certain millionaires and billionaires are okay, but others yeah. are not. Uh, again, I have my own pack if I to join a pack. So I have an equal voice to counter Warren Buffett's yeah. millions. So hey, it, it hey, is Joseph. part of my freedom of speech, my freedom of Joseph, association. Joseph, 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 I got to get a word in, buddy. Thank you, buddy. But love <laughs> Uh, I want to I want to get Susan. Yeah, Joseph carry my show. Thank you, Joseph. But I appreciate it, buddy. Anyway, um, Suzanne, what, what what's your thoughts on, uh, on on Trump running in 2024? 
I think it's it's going to be good for my show. <laughs> well, I, I, I enjoy that. Just as well, Biden is good for Savage and Unfiltered. Yeah, yeah, it works. It works both ways. Um, but I think that, um, to be honest, um, I I think that uh, what happened with a, a lot of what he did, but especially what happened with January six disqualifies him. <laughs> and so you're against involved. democracy. You don't want the people to be able. The left always talks about democracy, but in this case, no, you can't choose him. You're not talking about democracy. What about when the Democrats literally blew up the congressional building, stormed the Capitol, and that had nothing to do with Trump? People and hang them and smeared their fecal matter all over the. I don't know what that had to do with our First Amendment right, but anyway. I, we're talking about an insurrection. We're not talking about democracy. But Suzanne, there was this no record. The Charlottesville lie all over again. The there Charlottesville no lie. It's all spin. It's all conjecture. Yeah. There but was no. What about when the left literally saved. bombed the Capitol? You know, Bill Ayers, the friends of the Bidens and the Obamas, literally helped bomb. The Capitol. That was a real insurrection. So your argument is because somebody did something, I'm allowed to do something. That's what you're saying. So you're conceding. No, it was an insurrection. Oh, I am not conceding it was an insurrection get off, at all. It was not. Get off. Get off my show. I'm done talking to you. I'm trying to ask you questions, and you're that that crazy woman, Joseph. Uh, you know, I. I this is this is what you happen. Yeah, you, you, you ask somebody a question, and they still can't give you a clear answer to it. You know, to dodge, deflect. I'm not conceding January 6th was an insurrection at all because it wasn't. It's just like the Whitmer plot in Michigan. It was FBI induced. It was a false flag operation. It was all anti, mostly, not all. I can't say that. Again, I deal in fact. You deal in fact. It was mostly Antifa. And what Ray Epps, we all know who Ray Epps is. Yeah, I bet yeah. Suzanne doesn't have a clue who the fuck Ray Epps was, the FBI guy that was going around inciting violence, trying yeah. to well, drum up violence on January well, 6th. Well, Joseph, Joseph, I did tell you, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a woman painting to be a woman painting to be a independent, it seems. But she she she's a clear leftist, man. Yeah. Like that other guy you had on the show. I don't remember his name. Remember, he's supposedly all fair and balanced and down the middle with his show. He's a leftist buffoon, too. I don't you remember who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. The um, uh, Jamar Jamar uh, Jabari. Yeah. That's like the move on dot org. Right. It's a leftist organization, but they create these fake groups to pretend to be middle of the road groups. Uh, you know, moveon.org when it was created during the Clinton administration to avoid and deflect from his perjury. It had nothing well, to do with him coming, uh, since we're unfiltered, coming on that dumb girl in the Blue oh, God. Dress. It had to do with perjury, but Joseph, the left you know, won't deal with it. 
You notice, you notice every time we try to ask her a question, she deflects from something entirely different, like the, the like the fucking oil thing, right? Where I'm asking her a question about like this oil, and then she brings up this stupid platform, this outlet that spreads false narratives all over the fucking place, and she's like, it it, it created spills to Kansas. Uh, listen, guys, I have a heart. I'm sorry it created a spill, but you know, uh, just because it created a spill and it leaked something, whether it's true or not. I don't think it was true. I thought it was bullshit. Pipelines are safer than Warren Buffett's rail. They are hundreds of billions, not billions, trillions, trillions of gallons flow through pipelines on a yearly basis. Oil, gas, water, and everything else you can think of flows through pipelines. Savaged, unfiltered. But, but rail, yeah, but here's because the it's above ground, is more volatile. She yeah, here's again a... deflected from when yeah. I mentioned the Exxon Valdez and all those tanker spills. When we are dependent on foreign oil, those are put on tankers that leak and spill, can have an accident like the Exxon Valdez did. But, but Joseph, here's the thing. Uh, just because something leaks, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to shut the pipeline down. Right, right. Well, you do temporarily to fix it, of course. I mean, not, you don't, you know. Not three years, Joseph. You don't shut it down for three years, buddy. But then she talk, starts talking about nuclear fission. I'm like, give me a break. You Greenpeace loons oppose nuclear fuel now. That's 100 years off, and you will still oppose nuclear then. It's well, like she's the cleanest lucky. source of energy we could have. But the, the founder of Greenpeace, I forget his name, is no longer, he washed his hands of Greenpeace, has nothing to do with it because it's become a left-wing front group. It is no longer stands for the environment. It's a well, left-wing lucky, front Joseph, group now. Joseph, Joseph she's, she's lucky, man. I let her have the freaking floor for almost an hour, 40 minutes, because half the stuff I'm trying to ask her a question, she's pointing to this nonsense of liberal nonsense of, 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 of millionaires and billionaires. It sounds like, like, uh, like, uh, like uh, what's his face, right? Um, Bernie he's like, Sanders. She's repeating you know, yeah. Bernie Sanders' talking point, which is why I brought up his name several times. And you notice she avoided it like the plague because Bernie Sanders, now that he owns three beachfront mansions and a quarter of a million dollar sports car, is a millionaire himself, got rich off of us taxpayers only talks about taxing the billionaires now that he's a millionaire. And she avoided that like the plague, of course, because it shows her hypocrisy. Yeah, did you you hear that, Joseph? Millionaires and billionaires, millionaires and billionaires, you know? (laughs) Not anymore. He only talks about billionaires because he's a millionaire. Millionaires are okay now that he's a millionaire. Well, you know, here's the thing, guys. If you say that you're independent, you're really a fucking liberal leftist. I hate to say it, but you are. Most you know? of them are, yeah. E- even if you aren't, if you are even somewhat an, a, an independent, you are a useful idiot for the left. Oh, God. Oh, God. Shaky's saying that we're getting emails from her saying that Joseph's a mean <laughs> person. <laughs> I know. I deal in 
snowflakes! Oh my god, the snowflakes are melting again because they can't deal with facts. I'll get you, my little pretty, and your little posse, too. <laughs> I know, okay. heaven forbid somebody introduce facts into a conversation. Oh my god, my purple hair will melt! Joseph, I told you, I told you that she was, uh, she was like another Joy Bayar, right? Oh my God, Joseph, you, 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 you melted my brain. <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. God, oh my I God, mean, I live, I live in tried, Nevada. She, yeah, Mike, she, she tried to put on a good show, uh, and I'll give her credit for her attempt uh, to try. But even like you said, Joseph, you were like, very when, savage, man. Whenever. You bring up something that is inconvenient, facts that are inconvenient to the leftist narrative. They hem, they haw, they have to try to change the subject. They, they, they try to create a moral equivalency <laughs> argument Joseph, or whataboutism. Did you hear that she's like, if Joseph would let me talk, I would give an answer. Well, I, you know, I... I I did interrupt her, but I mean, she was spewing manure. I mean, uh, when I did, I, I lose my, you know, whenever a leftist, it, like she claimed to be about fact checkers, which again, I interjected and she avoided like the plague dealing with. They're really just the left spin operations, right? Uh, she couldn't deal with that reality because Twitter is dealing in actual facts now, like when they fact check Biden about well, the she border seems to, and she the seems purple to, oh, heart thing. They yeah, fact check to, Biden now. She can't deal with actual facts. Only yeah, Joseph, spin. Joseph, she seems to oppose. Like She's in favor of free speech, but she actually opposes of what Elon Musk is actually uh, instituting onto Twitter. Which She's like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of fact-checking. Fact-checking is wrong. Oh, it's wrong? It's our constitutional right. We're allowed to express anything we want to, even on social media. So we shouldn't be demonized and sharing whether it's right or wrong. That's our yeah. constitutional right. Well, again, you know, if, if fact-checking were real fact-checking, I've got no problem with it. If it's evidenced, verifiable fact, okay. But we're not dealing with that. Like the masks issue, I brought that up. And again, another thing, she avoided like the plague because she knows she is the science denier. And Dorsey and the leftists that control Twitter's deny basic biology they deny basic science and the climate con when you deal in facts about the climate scan and the green new con deal con they lose their shit yeah that's yeah, why they, they had to ban people from twitter they can't hold up to actual facts only their left-wing narrative spin and propaganda Disguised yeah. as fact checkers. Yeah, shaky, shaky said that uh, that Joseph's on fire today. I, I think he. <laughs> well, I, you know, I knew she would get me riled. I, I'm surprised that uh, she she managed to again. She, I, I think she's a better actress than the than Kara Sedgwick's daughter that she was saying isn't a good actress. Joseph, how come? <laughs> 
Them even here's my question for you because we're going to close it up here a damn good show by the way but uh here's the thing um how come when i ask the question would you rather consider yourself an independent than a democrat or republican she was like well it was. Yeah. right if she were really an independent she'd emphatically say yes absolutely i agree with so and so on the left on this and i agree with so and so on the right on that she couldn't it was yet another hem and haw and well, you know, uh, to disguise that she is indeed a Christian cinema or a in disguise, right? Pretending yeah. now to be an independent while she votes 90% with Pelosi, Schumer, and Biden 90% yeah. of the time. Yeah, but a, I'm an independent. Biden. No, you're not. Bernie Sanders is not an independent. She either. supports Biden. She supports Biden. She just She's just saying that just to say it on the air. She's a Biden supporter. She's a Bernie Sanders supporter. She probably fucking supports the damn bartender from Queens AOC, too. <laughs> I have no doubt. Yeah, thank you. I didn't think to throw AOC in her face. It, it, but rest assured, had one of us done so, she wouldn't have uttered a word about her. She would have just continued to bite her tongue and spew her talking points. She but still couldn't the answer. Left does. The she left still couldn't answer the pipeline thing. She was like, "The pipeline is not good. It's not good. We need to rely on Iran and Russia for oil, oil, right. oil, oil." Right. From Russia. All, all they, they're, they're the leftists are parrots. Yeah. They're trained parrots. They can only spew certain words. You know, uh, okay. they have their talking points, and if you derail their talking points, all they can do is repeat their talking point again, as if it's a rebuttal. Oh, God, you should see the hate mail coming in left and right, Shaky, saying we got about five emails from this lady. Jesus Christ. God. Ah, uh, Joseph, you, you, you damn near, uh, you, you damn near center uh, six feet under. I tell you that on the show. Well, you know what? I'm sure we gave her fodder for her show, though. So I'm sure she'll be spewing about how mean Joseph M. Leonard is, and Michael Gardner set her up, and you know she it was, was winning the argument, so we had set. to cut her. It was all a setup. I was, I was, I was set up. I was framed. <laughs> like, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and again, you notice how she had to bring up race. Yeah. And what was then that? she had to try to backpedal and say, well, I'm actually trying to agree with you. If you were agreeing with me, there would have been no need to try to play the race card like the left always has to do to deflect. When they're losing an argument, I told you. I told you she was a liberal. I can smell a liberal, and I can sense a liberal. I'm like a wolf, man. I have like six senses. You know, it's like you know, I smell when there's a liberal around. And just because she's like, I'm an independent, no, lady, you're a fucking liberal. It's it, it, literally you're a leftist liberal. You're you're exactly what Joseph and I are fighting against. Uh, the yeah. garbage yeah. country. It, yeah. and it goes to like I said during the show. They twist language. She's trying to twist and distort Dude, reality. Dude, and that, and that goes along with what I'm doing. To be Have a good time. To try to fool dumb people, young people who don't know anything, don't know any better, pretending to be an independent while spewing only left-wing talking points. There was not one thing she said, could say good about Trump. And I, 
I came out and spoke out against Trump. I agreed with her that Trump was born on third base. You know, his dad, uh, 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 oh, I forget it, Fred, Fred Trump, uh, yeah. came to this country, made it in real estate. Donald, with $10 million of his dad's money and his connections, built his empire on top of that. He didn't start from scratch. No, I'm honest but, about that. But, but apparently look just, at the Ben Carson story. Yeah, she but, had but, no response for that. She wants to steal from the rich to give to the poor in Bernie Sanders fashion. Tearing everyone down doesn't bring anyone up. But apparently she's got something against millionaires and billionaires. Millionaires yeah. and billionaires. Yeah. I because wish I were one. Right? You probably wish you were one too. I'd love yeah. to be a millionaire or a billionaire. I, you know and it, you know it's yeah, I'm going to close this out, Joseph. But you notice, like, when I asked her a question, I was like, "Well, let's say, let, let, let's 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 ask Suzanne a question and let's her let let her answer the question." Suzanne, if if you were a millionaire or billionaire, would you act upon the same actions supposedly that you have against the millionaire and billionaires? And she was like, "Well, well, exactly, exactly, exactly." No, she, uh, you she, know, come on. the, the difference. Coverage between us and Susan on that is we all, and uh, you know, I, I don't want to use the word. The, the problem here is the left envy, hate, jealousy, and covetousness. We appreciate what they've done to get to where they are and wish to achieve it. That's what they, I said on the show. Joseph. They want to steal the money mm. they earned to yeah. give to themselves. That's yeah. the difference between the yeah. right and the left. The right wants to achieve and earn our millions. The left wants to steal it from others to give to themselves. Yeah, yeah. Shaky said that she's trying to get into the show, but uh, thank you, Shaky. Put that blocker on. She's not welcome in this show. Yeah, well, we're after three o'clock now, so I've got to get over to my sister's house for dinner. All right, buddy. So, well, guys, I'm going to close it out here with Joseph. Thank you very much for uh, putting up with this leftist goon, Joseph. Uh, God bless you for doing well, it. Well, thank you for, uh, again, allowing me on. But, uh, again, I do – I apologize to the audience. I, I don't apologize to Suzanne because when you start spewing stupidity – and claim you're uh, okay with fact-checking, and I interject facts, and you get upset because I interject facts. I, I'm sorry, I can't help that. If you were talking reality, I wouldn't have interrupted, and I shouldn't have. As the saying goes, you know, give them the rope and let them hang themselves, and I <laughs> should have done that. I should have been more patient. I, you know, I should have let her yeah. go on and expose more, yeah. like you rightly point out. She's a fraud. She's a, a Bernie Sanders leftist pretending to be an independent. I, Joseph, I told you that off the air. I told you everything about this woman. I said she's she's a Bernie Sanders like elite. She's she's uh, what do they call those followers? Like they're they're uh, Bernie uh, Bros. Or Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, Iot, right? She's 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 a fan base of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Green New Deal, Green New Deal, Green New Deal electric yeah. cars, electric cars. You know? Pet, oh, yeah, like a parrot, like I said, exactly. Rock, polywallet cracker. Just repeat <laughs> the talking points. You know, 
but yeah, she's a birdie bot, just like there were the Obama zombies. And, and like I said during your show, I'm not a Trump cultist. I call them out too. That you know, nobody, 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 nobody but Jesus Christ is perfect. Uh, I'm telling you, she's trying to get into the show, but uh, but Shaky's got the blocker on it. Thank you, Shaky. I'm telling you. But anyway, we're going to close it out, guys. I want to thank uh, Joseph. I want to thank uh, myself. And I don't want to thank this liberal leftist because she's an idiot. So thank I, you, uh, Shaky, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaky is remarkable. He's putting the blocker on left and right because, uh, you know, we, we, we have that feature on Riverside, which I love. But anyway, guys, um, I want to I, I, guys, I want to thank everybody who, who tunes into the show on a weekly basis. Um I know Joseph's got to get out of here. He's got to get to a family and everything. Appreciate that. But uh, I also want to thank uh, some people coming on the show this week. I want to thank uh, uh, Miss London for joining us. A tremendous honor talking about uh, the world of sex. Uh, it's awesome talking about sex every now and then. I love it. Did you sex- use my joke? Like, since uh, his last name London is it, uh, or, or what, Layla? Layla does London like Debbie does Dallas. Did you uh, use that? Oh, Layla said that she'll do any anybody unless uh, unless it, it's it's great sex. Well, I don't want to point that out to be like she's easy or anything. Uh, <laughs> Layla, I'm not calling you easy. I'm I'm, I'm calling her that she, she's a woman that appreciates great sex. Hey, you know, nothing wrong with that. As yeah. long as you take some precautions and try to be careful. Well, she said Joseph. She said that she only appreciates great sex, and that's it. Yeah. Well, but guys, it would certainly appreciate me. So. Gotcha. But anyway, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get going, guys. Uh, thank you for a great show, uh, guys. Remember to hit that like and follow button. Uh, follow Joseph on TerraStrikes.info. Find all his content on there uh, with his amazing book coming out uh, the end of this month. And uh, that's a show, guys. I'm out of here. I'm getting a water, uh, maybe possibly a couple beers, uh, some Tylenol after hearing this crazy woman. And uh, yeah, remember, guys, keep it savage.